Hey everyone, welcome to SEO this week. I'm opening up some last windows here just so I can see the chat. Hopefully we get some more people come in. SEO. Let's see here. Alrighty. Okay, so the live chat is running and working, so that's good. I can see my pretty face and all my cameras and stuff, so I guess we're just going to go ahead and knock this out. I don't have a whole lot of posts today for SEO this week. There was, um, I don't know why I want to say that there wasn't a whole lot of significant news. However, just a little thin on the content from uh, SEOs. Here in the last couple of days, it's no big deal. Life happens, right? So, I'm just gonna accept it. Clicking out, I'm just kind of fixing some windows and stuff. So, doing a something I used to do before a lot with my videos was set up the uh, the green screens. You know, I like those. People just sometimes they don't want to see my whiteboard or my calendar and stuff. Just kind of, you know, break stuff up and kind of fix the narrative a little bit. So I think this will look out a lot better in the videos as well. All right. So I want to do one more thing. And that is. Uh, I forget my one. Oh, yeah. I wanted to share my screen. <laughs> Okay, so let's share the screen and then we will get started. Actually, I'm gonna make sure. Nope, do I share that one? Okay, so how about we just start over? SEO This Week. Hey, everyone, welcome to episode 59 of SEO This Week. My name is Clint Butler from DigitalLeader.com and also the head of SEO over at OverTheTopSEO.com. Both agencies are kicking ass in the SERP, so check us out if you want to get search engine optimization, web development, uh, need an audit, need some stuff like the help like that. Just keep in mind, digital ear, we kind of do one-off services and stuff, no big deal. And then over the top, that's where we do all of our client uh, SEO, you know, monthly payments. There is a minimum fee, 1500 over there. So uh, keep that in mind when you're doing your inquiries. You can reach me at info at over the top SEO or info at digitalear.com based on what you need to do. With SEO this week, if you haven't watched in the last couple of weeks, we changed the format of the, what well, we being me, we changed the format of the show so that you could actually come in, chat with me. We're doing this live. We used to do a quote unquote uh, live show, uh, which really was just me, you know, doing a recording. I don't know, you know, that a lot of people watched it. A lot of people enjoyed the show. It's kind of how I got the following that I got so far. Um, but what we did, what we were missing out on 
was the opportunity to engage with the audience. And I do a show with Josh Brzezinski called White Hat versus Black Hat, and we get to engage all the time. As a matter of fact, I think the most enjoyment I have out of this is when we do the site audits. So I make that available over here now on SEO this week for you to come. Uh, you hear the updates, hear my thoughts about them. You can debate them with me if you want to. That's really cool. I like. I would like that and enjoy that experience. Uh, and more importantly, bring your websites. So we'll just kind of look over them. If you don't mind that being shared, or let's say you have a website and you want to know why the competitor's beating you, we'll really look at what the competitors are doing, and then kind of you can adjust to that way you're not sharing your um, websites on, on on YouTube if you if you don't want to if you're not comfortable with that. So. Uh, plenty of ways we can help you get the answers that you need. I've got a lot of experience in SEO. Um, I don't know everything. I'll never protest that I do know everything. You know, I learn something every day from somebody else. So, um, but I can, you know, at least help point you in the right direction. If I don't know it, I, I imagine I can lead you to someone that uh, should or probably does know it. Um, so, with that, let's get started with the stories this week, and then. If you're watching live, go ahead and chat. Let's talk about the show, um, the new format. Let's talk about your sites if you want to, ask questions, etc. Otherwise, this episode's going to be pretty short because, like I said, there's only what, six, seven articles. So. Article number one is from HubSpot. Is YouTube just made it harder to monetize videos? Now they have some, you know, ideas why the site doesn't really load. You kind of expect HubSpot to be a little bit better with their uh, that scrolling down social media thingy they got going on there on the left-hand side. It blocks half the content, so that might be an issue there. I was probably should fix that. <laughs> the point of this article is they actually changed the guidelines. There's channels that were monetized. You probably, if you haven't been in there before, you should go look. If you don't have, if you don't meet the new requirements, they took monetization away from you on your videos. Um, it used to be before that if you're in the program, well, hey, you're in the program. Ta-da! Now they're actually retroactively applying this to channels. So uh, before, if you like, now there's the new 10,000 lifetime views that came in in April, um, and then now they're changing a whole bunch more. Like you have to have 4,000 hours over in the past year. So lifetime views, 10,000 plus 4,000 people hours of watch time on your videos to qualify for um, for monetization. On top of that, because everyone's kind of beating up on YouTube, like, why didn't you take this post video down? It was hate-filled, or why didn't you do this? Because some guy thought it was a good idea to go to uh, the suicide forest in Japan and videotape dead people and put it on YouTube. I don't, you know, what people are thinking these days, I have no idea of it. We're not, as a society, we're not blaming those people. We're blaming YouTube for not taking it down soon enough. And I think personally that's dumb. But what it did is now they have settings in there. If you have monetization on and you're talking, let's say you have a gun YouTube channel and you're talking about shooting, those terms in your titles and descriptions will actually trigger uh, your monetization to be turned off, <laughs> which kind of you know defeats the purpose for a lot of people that are feeding the content into YouTube uh, to make money. So is it a good thing? I think so from an advertiser standpoint because your videos won't be hosted on content that would otherwise be considered um, bad. 
and from a from a user standpoint, you know, maybe you see less ads now. That would be kind of cool beyond having to pay for that YouTube paid service. So that's one thing. And let's see, Mark Goodman says, I've seen this done. Do you know how to enter code into Money Robot blog posts? So you can cloak the pages and have a merchant page show up in the Google results. Have some merchants show up in your Google results. Hmm, that's interesting. Let me think about that, Mark. I might be able to help you out. I'm not really sure, though. Okay, the next one is from Blumenthal's. Is Google updates GMB websites to include posts? If you don't know, when you start a Google My Business, you can use your URL or the GMB, the Google My Business website. If you turn on the Google by My Business website and you already have your URL in there, Google will switch it over and send your traffic to the Google My Business website. You have to manually go back there and put it back. So just know that. But now they're using, if you if you never use Post before, every seven days you can create a new update. Uh, and then when someone searches for your brand, typically it's the only place to go to trigger uh, you can have this extra little added post there. We use those for coupons. So it's w- when we're updating it or when I'm paying attention and, and doing it every seven days, we put coupons in there for our services inside of that brand search. It's really cool. Um, not a lot of people are seeing those, but you know, if, the more you increase your brand size, the better payoff that's going to be, I think. so. But now they're inside of that Google My Business website, which makes it a little bit more valuable to you. From an SEO perspective, why is this more valuable? Well, these little posts have your backlink in them. So now you put it on this website and you send backlinks to the Google My Business website and it's sending that juice to your um, to your posts. I would look at that and see if there's a 302 redirect. It might block the juice uh, before you go all in on that. Um, I haven't personally played with that and looked and, and examined the uh, the links and see how that stretch set up. But a lot of the GMB products are using 302s and kind of ripping out the um, the value of these if you if you don't know that it's there. Uh, there's a way around it, uh, but I would look at that. Uh, search Engine Journal is Google Ads AMP testing tool to the search results. This is pretty cool. If you're into AMP, my stance on AMP is if you're an informational site and people are looking for information, then go for it. Uh, Ecom can benefit from AMP. I know a lot of people have seen a lot of decent results from that. Um, so you can go ahead and try it. But for the most part, a lot of websites, just quite frankly, just don't need uh, to implement this. You look at your Google Analytics and your traffic is significantly lower for mobile than it is desktop than I wouldn't go it. I wouldn't even bother with it. Um, I don't think you're going to get a lot of play out of it. But if you're a news site and putting out kind of a lot of news and informational posts to uh, boost your SEO campaigns for your money pages, then app may be something for you. In the end, what they did is they had this the amp test tool. It's kind of like the mobile friendly test, but it's for amp, and they made it so that you can go into the search results and just type amp testing tool in the search results and it'll bring the tool up right inside of there for you you don't even have to go to it so i think that's pretty cool they did the same thing with google url submit uh that lasted for a little while i think people will figure out how to game that and kind of i think it goes in and out every once in a while but this one's a good one uh, to check out if you are wearing one of these 
You figure out how to run your URLs through the Google App testing tool. Uh, it forces a crawl in the index your backlinks. So it might be something to look at for you if you're having problems getting links indexed. Uh, LSA Insiders, Google Mobile PageSpeed Test is now a ranking factor. This is probably the most significant news that came out all week uh, for SEO. Now, I'll say this. They've been saying PageSpeed is a factor in mobile for, what, two years now? There's MobileGeddon. Then the PageSpeed was important. You need to worry about your PageSpeed. Uh, PageSpeed is a factor for at least two years now. Now they're saying it again. Personally, I've said this on White Hat versus Black Hat as well, is if you don't have a mobile and it's not optimized to run faster than three seconds, uh, you're in trouble and you probably deserve the traffic drop that you're about to experience. Uh, it's really easy to set up mobile responsive pages now. Uh, most themes in WordPress uh, come default like that. HTML guys, pure HTML guys have already figured out how to handle responsiveness. Um, there's just no excuse for this to even be news, that for people to be uh, surprised by it. Um, but yet they still are. So that's that's what it is. Next is 32 ways to your e-commerce to boost your engagement. I like this because we have a lot of e-com sites uh, over and over the top. We're running with a couple clients that have a couple million products. We have one with 25,000 products and then one with one product. Um, so this is really good to kind of help them out and, and improve their sales and help to have the conversation of, hey, I'm doing SEO, but I'm not seeing sales. Why is that? Well, here's how we now... Um, add some value to the services that we're providing by giving you conversion tips. And this is where it comes from. One is, you know, you can do offers and coupons. That's a good one. Ebooks and lead magnets. That's all right. I don't know how that's going to play off with e-com though. Um, in particular, unless you are offering like a software as a service kind of thing, then that might help out. Uh, loyalty programs work really well. Giveaways obviously always work. Everyone likes free stuff. Um, Conduct contests, free stuff, kind of lead to that again. You increase engagement, especially on your Facebook pages. Um, challenge, same concept. And then there's a whole bunch more. There's some other stuff in here. Another good one is upsells. You know, you buy a page beat at digitalear.com and they upsell you a on page optimization. And if you buy on page optimization, I upsell you a page beat, depending on the, the, um, the level that you bought. Uh, high-risk uh, reducers, and a whole bunch of others. So there's 36 in there. I'll, I won't waste your time and go or 32 and go through all of those one by one. It's a good one, though. So basically, if you're running out of ideas uh, and you want to just squeeze another 2 3% of sales out, then try one of these if you're not already. It might just help you out. Okay, Bright Locals, comparison of local review sites. I like this post because it helps you focus – uh, your attention and potentially your client's attention on the proper uh, sites to be looking at when you want to, where am I going to interact and engage? Uh, where am I going to send my customers to do reviews? Uh, that that kind of stuff. Because let's think about it. Customers are running their business or you're running your business and you don't have time to always be chasing reviews. So if you can just send them to one or two locations or and then respond on one or two locations, it's much more manageable than trying to do it on all these locations, which a lot of ORM companies will have you have you do. So 
Google is actually kicking butt now because they're making it significantly easier to leave reviews. Uh, keep in mind, though, it also is easier to kind of game it over there. You can make a lot of fake reviews, and people, uh, you know, the social justice warriors of the world will go to your uh, your listings and leave fake reviews, and then you gotta go through the trouble of getting those taken down because they're, you know, obviously fake. But um, you know, that is what it is. I think it's going to be something that's constantly affecting everybody, uh, business owners, positive and negatively for. Uh, for forever uh facebook is the next one i like doing getting uh doing and getting facebook reviews just because uh you can get them to actually share their reviews after they're done and increase that branding outreach and take advantage of that in another way uh yelp there's actually been evidence that yelp is suppressing good reviews and then letting negative reviews go ahead and post now, one good one is if you look at an example I've seen, especially in an article that I was reading, if you look at the Trump hotels, he made that uh, shithole comment inside of, or reportedly whatever, made that shithole comment inside of one of those meetings. And people were going using Yelp to the Trump hotels and leaving uh, bad reviews, calling it a shithole, etc. But the new, the any good reviews are all getting suppressed. And they're... The theory behind it is that the the uh, the Yelp uh, algorithm is set to allow any negative reviews. It filters good reviews unless you're paying for them. Or you're paying Yelp, and then they'll remove that filter, and the good reviews start showing up. Pretty fucking shady uh, on their part, which kind of really, if honestly, if you think about it. Kind of dis- destroys the the value added nature of Yelp uh, to users. They're essentially holding you hostage and making you uh, uh, pay to get a fair representation on that site. Uh, they're in the position to do it, which is which is pretty bad. So I would, you know, for me, I don't leverage Yelp. We have a Yelp account. The clients all have Yelp and stuff because it's just a good thing to do. Uh, but we don't send our users over there. Uh, it's not fair to them. Uh, and I think Google and Facebook, with all of their troubles, are still doing a better job of managing a or helping business owners manage their online reputation in an effective way that's fair to both consumers and to business owners. And the last one is uh, practical e-commerce. Will customer profiles replace marketing personas? Really, what this guy's doing is it's the same thing. You know, I just went through and finished my uh, master's in marketing last year. It's really the same thing. Marketing personas, customer personas, profiles, the consumer avatar. It's all the same thing, just with a new name. It's like SEO, article marketing became uh, guest posting, became manual outreach. But really, all it is is you offering articles for other people's websites, right? To, for the purposes of building backlinks. That's um, essentially what this is here too. It's just another game on it. But the concept of creating buyer personas and, and putting a face on your consumer is really important because it helps you with your targeting, especially when you're making funnels. Um, it is a big deal to have a funnel that 
that is optimized for a professional dad uh, as it is for a professional mom to have a separate funnel for her. And especially if you're going to do PPC and spend the money for targeted advertising and doing all your demographics and everything like you should be doing, uh, you need those different funnels. And this process will help you get through that uh, and organize that in a much better way, create your funnels in a better way. All right, so that's it for the articles. I think that's a, you know that's a good representation of the news this week. Wasn't really impressed with the stuff that going down. Even Whiteboard Friday was kind of, <laughs> um, so I didn't even share that. So I think that that should help you navigate the stories. And shut off the sharing, so you can see my pretty little face again. Stop screen sharing. Uh, cancel and turn the camera. Oh, turn the camera and turn the camera. Nope. Okay. Anyway, so let's see. Mark got another question. His eyes have seen this done. Do you know how to enter code into Money Robot blog posts when you're setting them up so that you can cloak the pages and have some merchants show up? in the Google results. So I think what you're talking about is a uh, HT access redirect or JavaScript redirect uh, where the search engines see the actual page, the post that's made. Uh, and then it is when the user gets there, uh, they're redirected to something completely different. Um, doing it in money robot. I don't think that you can, I've never tried it. Um, but I would, you know, you can do it like in uh, Tumblr. I used to be able to do it and mess around with what they were doing, uh, and it worked. Uh, so that would be something or some way to try. Um, but I've never done that. The most of I've ever done with Money Robot is embedding uh, like uh, Google Drive documents, anything with iframes. You can embed a website uh, using an iframe. Uh, on some of those sites, etc. I would be careful with that because it's recently come to light that a lot of those websites are uh, Nix PBNs. So you're essentially building links on uh, Nix PBNs. Um, and that's that could be uh, an issue for you, especially if you're doing it with your own websites. Um, like I said, is it, you know, Holly does coding and tears into all that and stuff. And personally, I don't do that. It's just, you know, she does a lot of cloaking and other things that'll get your uh, your accounts uh, closed down uh, quicker than shit. So and she doesn't care because she can make multiple accounts and uh, she's got the the financial support to, <laughs> to handle the legal re repercussions that come along with doing that kind of stuff. So um, I don't do it, and even if I did, I probably wouldn't teach it just because you know, that's you know, people will depend on that as a business opportunity. And then next thing you know, they're crying that it's that they they lost their stuff. And you and I both know, Mark, that that stuff happens consistently uh, in our in our world. I'm going to change the cameras just so you can you guys can see my pretty face. There you go. I don't know why that virtual camera is not working. Still got to figure out the bugs. But all right, let's see. Oscar, tips for a local SEO service business, a painting business. I, what are you looking to? Um, I can help you out. 
no doubt. But what are you looking to do? Do you want tips on uh, SEO, tips on PPC, tips on lead gen in, in general? Is it an old business, a new business, that kind of stuff? Uh, if you can expand on that and get a little bit more specific from you, for you uh, on there. If, just to keep the conversation flowing, if we're talking about uh, search engine optimization, uh, obviously the first thing I would do would go after the brand. If the, you search for the brand in the city, uh, yeah, SEO, good. Okay, so we're good. Uh, if you're searching for the brand name in the city and that brand doesn't own the entire search results, then you obviously have some branding issues to work out. Uh, this is significantly important if they're running like TV ads, radio ads, that kind of stuff, because all of that triggers more brand searches. If you want to see an example of that, look for your car dealers and then go in there and do some keyword research. And typically, especially in my area, the the real search volume for new and used car dealers is actually their brand name. Uh, so, you, you know, as a SEO, I want to go after other people's brand names and kind of piggyback off of the marketing that they're doing. Uh, obviously, we're not going to win the number one spot unless their SEO team is horrible. Um, but you can piggyback off of that and get in like the top three and get some of that traffic to to your uh client and you the same way with painters you just kind of figure that out who's the popular painters uh are they doing any ads i know a lot of painters are in my neighborhood are doing drop uh, mails if you see those uh and they're your competition go in there and look and find out what their brand search term is that may be something to go after as well so branding is the first step uh, google my business the google maps that's uh, step two uh, get that optimized, look at all your competition, look at the categories, look at the supporting and relevant pages on the website, and, and push that into the top three. Uh, and then while you're simultaneously do that, as you, let, as you make a uh, supporting page for a category, uh, you can also start ranking your money pages, and organic can do that together. They kind of piggyback and support off each other. I don't know if I have ever shown that. Let me see if I can do a... Be cool if I had a whiteboard. I don't think I have a whiteboard. Nope. I'll try to get that installed next time so I can actually kind of diagram how these look. I taught this at SEO Rockstars when I did the talk. So basically, um, actually, I got this one right behind me. Let's do this. Let's see if you can see this. This would be cool. Uh, the benefits of the green screen not working. Uh, and then, can you guys see that color? No, barely. I think that's the brightest one I got. That, that's even worse. That one shows a little better. So we'll use the green. All right. So I'm going to make it up. Let's say he's a Houston painter. And let's say categories, I'm, I'm pulling these out of my ass. So, uh, but you have, let's go category one is house painting. And then you have commercial. 
So this is your dream keyword. These two would link to this. These two would link to this. And you kind of leave this alone. I don't even bother trying to rank for a client's dream keyword right off the bat. Let me shift. Let me shift my light. There you go. Yeah, no, that glare's gone. You can't read it very well, but you can actually you can see that uh, at least a little bit. It should be a little bit clearer to see. Save and close. I like doing these live shows. To tell you the honest truth, it's better than teaching. It's kind of like a class. All right, so you can't read the writing, but really the point is looking at the uh, the uh, layout of my silo, okay? So now I have house painting and commercial paintings. What I do here is I want a relevancy page. I want to create some relevancy pages because this is a house painter uh, keyword, right? And this is a commercial painting keyword. These are probably bad examples. Again, I didn't do any keyword research or et cetera. Um, so just kind of, you know, deal with it. So now we do house painting. And I, I start off by default. I make three uh, local relevancy pages. And let's say he's a house painter in, uh, I'm going to make it up, in the Houston uh delta i'm making it a delta neighbor area so there's like a sub houston's huge in the sub community and that's the sub community delta uh, in that so i would do delta schools i would do topic x y near me and then maybe i would do like a um, Points of interest. Uh, and in here, this would be a directions map. So in this Delta Schools one, I would list, you know, the maybe there's three to five schools that search that area. And inside of this piece of content would be school one with a map and driving directions. Two this house painter or from either way works to or from and then do that one two three and there's my piece of content so delta schools in the area with driving directions map to or from that house painting area this near me would be a google developers map if you don't know what that is research it you have an api and basically you can create a map based off of the search uh, that you want to do. So coffee shops near me uh, and whoever gets to that map will use the API and it'll be um, the information you know, wherever they're at. They could be anywhere in Houston and it'll customize for them and it'll give them the coffee shops near me. So there's when you make that coffee shops near me in Delta or in Houston, uh, whatever, it's a relevancy page and it links to here 
Uh, and then your final page is points of interest. You can create that using um, the dev map as well if you want to, or if you know a specific search inside of Google, like things to do with kids at night is a good search that you can make uh, local results from. And you'll get a lot of points of interest in there. And you just put the you put a that custom map inside of this post. You can also do is pick the top three sites uh, and do this here. These custom these the maps, the driving directions maps, and then the dev map at the same time. Okay, so it would look like uh, interest one, the map. Now I stagger these because it's easier. Interest two. And then interest three, one, two, three. And then down here is the custom map that shows everything that the actual search brings in using the Google Maps API. And I'll link this to that page. Here's some things that this does. One is going to get traffic. And two, if this gets traffic and you have your business inside of these, this particular page, it pulls and it shows, it sends signals back to Google. It says, this business is getting interest. This business is getting interest in looking at the maps and people are looking for it, which actually increases your rankings. I ranked a page uh, for a bankruptcy lawyer in, uh, not bankruptcy lawyer, bail bonds in LA. We sent, we built an RYS stack to it. And we just sent traffic uh, to these part of the stack that had the map embedded on it. And it ranked in the top three in the local pack, uh, just doing that alone. So try that. And then these pages obviously are all interlinked. So all three pages link to each other. Those link to this, and this links to this. Or you can stop it. You don't even have to link it to that if you don't want to. But typically you're going to want to anyway because that's where your, your big dream keyword is. The benefit of doing this is I only build backlinks to this. These are the backlinks for that. That's my money page. That's the one I don't want to risk. That's the one I have really super well optimized with on-page optimization. These are the ones that are supporting that. And if anything happens with my backlinking, you know, for whatever reason, the bar changes and something is now considered black hat that wasn't, then I can just delete those pages and start fresh. I don't even have to mess around with creating new backlinks and disavow files. Just... Those are gone, 404 completely, and Google's going to ignore those backlinks. And I can go ahead and start fresh on this. I've done this quite ad nauseum uh, with a lot of posts, a lot of content, and we didn't even build backlinks, and we got into the top five just doing this. Uh, so try that out. Obviously, I know you guys can't see it very well uh, because of the lights and the glare, etc. Maybe I'll look at getting another board to kind of teach stuff like that if there's interest in it. Um, but for the most part, that's what I do. Commercial painting is, you know, it's the same process. Uh, really, you just look at four relevancy pages to support the your search result for commercial painting in Houston. Okay? Hopefully that helped out, Oscar, and, and gave you some, you know, just a little bit where to go. Honestly, for, for local... Really, this man, this is going to be enough. You're going to do this. You're going to op super well on page optimization. Nice, short, unique articles. Three, five hundred words. Don't even have to like think about it. I did. I do a lot of these pages while I'm drinking rum. <laughs> yeah, that's cheap. 
uh, and then make your maps, send a little bit of traffic, uh, index those three pages, and, and watch what happens. I've consistently done this, moving pages from 54 to page 1, just doing this, and using Quora to optimize this uh, as much as possible. And it works really crazy well. <sighs> What anchor text do I use for this? For this one, to link to the money page, I use the exact match because it's it's mine. So um, it's okay. And I know that I'm also building building pillow links because I have uh, RSS syndication going on already. So my pillow links are there. I'm not going to really get you know bad with it. So I have three exact match anchors pointing to that. And then these are whatever that topic is. So. The anchor to Delta schools would be Delta or Houston Delta area schools. Um, X, Y near me is the anchor. And points of interest in Houston would be the anchor for that one uh, as an example. You don't have to really get cra crazy with it. I have found that doing that is, is really enough. Like we've, if you do your research, you're going to find that a lot of pages, uh, the Anchor text is uh, varying. You know, web design, you can get up to 32, 39% in some places. Uh, and then in others, it's at 1 to 5 to 10. So, but it's it's only three. It's not, you're not going to, it's not like you're making a thousand pages on your website and making backlinks to this. Like, I want to test that, by the, by the way, uh, and make sub pages with a mass page builder, point it to this, and, and see what I can do. If they're all interlinked, they're all indexed. And I send fake traffic to all these. Will that, by natural, put the value up into there? So that would be really cool to test, I think. And a good way to test keywords, especially for uh, long tails. And how hard it would be to rank. So you knock out two of those all at the same time. Okay, anything else? Any other questions? I think we had a really good show. Hopefully you guys try this out. I want you to try it. I want you to do it. Literally, you already have the pages done. You have the money pages made. Go make these three pages and point it at one of your money pages and come back and let me know how it came out. Um, you're going to see that that's, um, you know, that's pretty quick. It's like maybe in a couple days you'll see the response from that. The longest I've seen it take is 21 days, and that was a harder area. Um, but it also went from 54 to number four uh, in a big-ass city. So, um, you know, try it out. Try it out and come back and let me know. Uh, what mass page ability to use? I got a couple. Uh, Serp Shaker I have. I have another one called Authority Jacker. Authority, Authority Jacker, I think is the name of it. Um, and then I have Terry Kyle's new one, um, Massive SEO or whatever the hell it's called. Uh, I haven't played with that one yet. Um, the, the one that I really like is Authority Jacker because I can just build it with the S3 sites. I'm not even making WordPress sites. So um, make some ghetto S3 sites, and it seems to be working out pretty good. Really what I use those for is to try to find the easy wins. Uh, if you've been on if you've ever done the YouTube thing where you're looking to try to and you use live events to see where your YouTube video ranking, it's the same, same thing, same concept, but you're just doing uh, pages. Build those up. Find out where the easy rankings are. If your junk garbage page ranks really well for it, then a well-optimized website like your clients is going to do just fine. Uh, for that, you're not going to have to make do a lot of work. So it's a good way to um, also test traffic. 
I would look at that. Uh, uh, Oscar's question is, is it worth it to rank each service for suburb like cabinet painting in Nearville or popcorn removal in some town? I would, you know, honestly, the only way to responsibly answer that question is if you have a PPC campaign running in that targeted for that specific neighborhood. And it'll tell you if you're getting conversions. That's that's really the, the best way to, to answer that. Um, because, you know, Nearville may be giving you a lot more popcorn removal, but you were like, hey, let's rank for cabinet painting. Um, and then it could be the other way around. Like sometimes it could be giving you more cabinet painting. And your AdWords campaign is going to tell you that. You could take some of your budget as a, as a standard practice to kind of help verify your own information uh, is take some of your budget and, and do a PPC campaign. Because the first month, really, let's think about it. What are we going to do? We're going to do on-page optimization, interlinking, fix your siloing, fix your own codes, make your speed site faster, etc. So why not take, you know, 100, 200 bucks uh, and plug in and see which of those neighborhoods people are searching for? A great example that I like to give is we had a client that wanted to rank for ductless heat pumps. It's a $1,400 a month search volume. That's what I sell. I sell ductless heat pumps. That's what I own a rank for. So we fired up an AdWords campaign for ductless heat pumps in his service area, only his service area, and he refused to go out of it. But for any means necessary, I am only offering this here, and I don't want clients from there. I don't care if they call. I'm not going to send them to anybody. I only want clients from here. But I want to rank for ductless heat pumps. Uh, if you know that search result, by the way, it's going to be pretty damn expensive to rank for ductless heat pumps. Um, at any rate, the AdWords campaign told us that nobody in his service area was searching for ductless heat pumps. They were actually looking for ductless heating and cooling units, which Google AdWords and all the tools told us was zero traffic volume. Uh, but our PPC campaign told us something completely different, gave us better intel on it. So um, I would do that. Before you go into the, the neighborhoods things, one, is there money in that neighborhood? And two, are they even searching for it? Uh, and if the answer is yes for both, then go for it. You know, it's really, it's once you make these, you can turn those into templates and make those all day long. Um, that's what we do. So we'll make one set on the site. The guys will know what it's like copy, you know, and then copy, duplicate the post, change up the content a little bit to make it for the new area, send it to the money page, and done. That's, that's really how easy it is uh, to knock that out. All right. Any other questions? Okay, doesn't look like there's anything else for now. If you have anything, you can leave a comment in the video and I'll get back to it, or you can info or email me at info at digitalear.com or info at over the top seo.com. Again, uh, Digitalear does one off services. Over the top is where we do all of our recurring clients and stuff. Uh, so um, just be cognizant of what you're looking for in that. Uh, I answer both of those emails um, and then you can have access to a couple more people at the over the top thing too, but we can't get you helped out. Um, some stuff for the future. I like this. Uh, hopefully we can get this going. So we get some more people here 
during the live, join, join myself, Mark, and Oscar. Um, I want to get some guests on here to you eventually, um, but I don't want to take away from doing the site clinics to have uh, guests because I think the site clinics are more valuable. Um, and frankly, I just like doing them more than interviews. So, um, are you taking more one-off services? Actually, shut them down over at Digital Ear because we got blown up during the Christmas holiday, and we got behind. I actually there's and I and I hate being behind. I hate people taking people's money and waiting for two or three weeks to catch up and deliver. So we got one more page speed optimization, or no, two more page speed optimizations, and another on page, and then I'm hiring a new a uh, couple new people. Uh, and getting rid of these slugs that kind of put us in a hole uh, and then uh, opening that back up uh, again. Uh, in particular, we're opening up a new service where we do optimize only one page for you. Um, it's going to be $97. We're going to optimize one page for you. We're going to run Cora and we're going to optimize it based off of what the Cora says. Uh, and we're going to get it to as close as a complete parity with the uh, with the correlation numbers that Cora spits out to be number one, uh, based off of you know just what we can do. Obviously, we can't handle your off-page stuff, and Cora gives a lot of off-page. Um, but we can handle that. It's really valuable there, especially uh, knowing that what we've done with it with Cora, we've ranked pages completely with just Cora optimization and no on-page. If we can get those results consistently uh, as a consumer product, as a white label for an agency, and you just have one page is kind of kicking your ass, you can come bring us that page, and uh, we'll go to town on it uh, and optimize it for you in the best way. So that's going to be cool. And then, we'll obviously, we'll have the, the basic optimizations. Really, my guys are, you know, we're good at it. But basic optimizations, if you're selling SEO, you should really should know how to do it. Um, I'm not saying that our customers don't know how to do it, but it's so damn boring. Uh, and that's kind of what burn out my VAs, I think. <laughs> uh, when will this be available? Actually, I got uh, 30 job applications going through now. Uh, we're hiring anyone with at least five years experience. They have to have a bachelor's degree in, current, in uh, computer science. Uh, and a few other things before we even get them. And then I'm going to start teaching Cora and my version of on-page optimization, which is, you know, you look at everything that I've taught. It's not much different than what everyone else is teaching. I just kind of add my own spin to things and find out it works. So, uh, And once I'm comfortable that he can do that, then you'll see Digital Ear, Brian, a bunch of brand-new pages start popping up on Digital Ear because that's my testing ground. Is uh, I don't do anything to a client's site whether service or uh, monthly client that hasn't been done to one of our SEO sites or, or our own projects. So uh, and once that's done, we're going to kick it off. I'm shooting for probably mid to the end of February to knock that one out. Uh, page speed optimization, that one's still running. Uh, that one's really easy for us to, to do um, for the most part. So I, I left that one open. The uh, in the Cora sheets, selling those, I closed that one. Not a lot of people saw the value in Cora, and I spent more time teaching people how to, to uh, read it. So we're looking at changing that too, where I'm going to sell you less Cora reports. Um, but with that will come a video of me going over each one of the reports and saying, fix this, fix this, fix this, fix this, uh, ignore X, Y, and Z, and then work on this and this. 
and then uh, that'll add more value to those Quora reports because uh, they are pretty hard. And unless you're used to reading code and, and know exactly what all those 500 factors are, it's just kind of a pain in the ass to get through those. So, um, so we're going to revamp that one too. So I think that one will be live before the on page one will be live uh, just because I don't like putting people's sites into uh, staff's hands that, um, I can't trust implicitly that to know it's going to be done right. And that's what I found with my last group of guys is they were doing it. They were doing it to a standard. It just wasn't to my standard. Uh, and if it's not to my standard, then I'm not going to put my name, but name behind it. It's just the way it's going to be. So um, I'd rather not make money on any of those services than um, take a whole bunch of, a whole bunch more clients on and not be able to fulfill to, um, to something that, you know, they expect uh, out of my brand and, and out of me. So that's, that's kind of how we, how I dealt with that. <laughs> it's a little drastic, but hey, it works. <laughs> All right. Okay, guys, I think that's it. It doesn't look like any more questions. Hopefully this helped you out. It, again, come back. This is only going to take you a few minutes, and you can come back next week and let me know how that worked out for you. Uh, I, th I think it's going to be uh, a game changer in your business, and you realize it. SEO is actually getting a lot easier as long as you can get on page done. Well, with that, this has been episode 59 of SEO this week, and thank you for watching.